Hi, it's Terry. Just jumping in before the show starts because I forgot to mention this in the actual show. And I just want to take a moment to thank everyone that's listening because uh, I got a notification today saying that we are currently number 45 in the Spotify charts. And the Spotify charts are notoriously difficult to break into. I've never even broke into them in any of my other podcasts. So, yeah, big thank you to everyone that's listening. And I'd love to get even higher. So if you do enjoy these make sure you share them with your fellow instructors as well. But just wanted to say thank you for that and enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome to day seven of the Big Learner Relay. And this podcast is brought to you by the Driving Instructor and Trainers Collective, the signposting platform for the industry. And you can find them at www.theditc.co.uk. As always, I am your host for this 2022 season of the Big Learner Relay podcast. And you may be able to tell that whilst the Big Learner Relay is going all guns blazing, I am currently not. I am nursing a cold, but as long as you stay upwind of me, you'll be absolutely fine. So you'll be pleased to hear there's not going to be too much for me on this episode. However, we do have some brilliant interviews coming up. We are joined by a member of today's Relay, and we are joined by the creator of the My Drive Time app. Then, as always, we're joined by Lou, who's giving us a cracking little recap. And at the end of the show, as always, it's the 2022 theme song. But just before I disappear and let you enjoy the delights of these amazing human beings, I just want to give you a little reminder that if you can, donate. So you can go to the biglearnerrelay.co.uk. You can go to the show notes and click on the link there. You can even go to my website, www.theinstructorpodcast.com. You can donate over there. I usually take this opportunity to plug the Big Learner Relay app. I'm not going to because we're going to be talking about that shortly. So I'll leave that to that point. But I'm going to leave it there for tonight. Hopefully, I can give you a bit more of me tomorrow, so you've got that to look forward to. So all that's left for me to say at the moment is to wish you a very merry relay. And we're now joined by the lovely Carol Greenwood. How are we doing, Carol? I'm fine, and you, Terry? All the better for seeing your smiley face, and uh, I do appreciate you joining me tonight, especially with those pudsy ears you've got on. Cheering me up on my, my Saturday evening. <laughs> you have taken part in today's relay. So do you want to tell us uh, about the leg you did, where it's from, where it's to, uh, where it's to, anything that occurred? Um, well, it was the it was the lead car from Denton to um, Stockport. I, I am renowned for being late for my lessons. And today I did not want to be late. So I planned to get to Denton at Crown Point for about 20 past 10. And I think I arrived at four minutes to 11. <laughs> there was right before the, the shopping centre, there was a four-way temporary traffic lights. And we sat there for two changes of those traffic lights. So I was rather late. Well, but we got there in the end. We got there, and I arrived, and Louise advised me I had four minutes, and so we just got on with it, really. It was lovely to see everybody who was there 
waiting for us, all parked in the place that I'd sort of earmarked. And yeah, and we did the swap over and my pupil did um, Maddie Gleave did a lovely journey to to Stockport. Most of it was on our the test centre routes for Bradbury Test Centre. So it was good to show Louise the different types of roads that we have to encounter in Stockport. I know it's a Saturday, but did you spot any examiners? Uh, I don't think I did spot any examiners, no. But we um, we did go on our famous Portwood roundabout, which is a spiral roundabout, eight exits, five lanes at one point on the roundabout, with a bus lane going through the middle. Nice so, and simple then. Yes. So and um, we when when we got towards Stockport, we realized we'd lost the relay. So we stopped the I stopped the pupil uh, pretty much in the middle of the road and watched them all sail past at the set of traffic lights. But I knew they were going up to a roundabout. And so we jumped ahead of them, came out the traffic lights just ahead of them while they were going around the roundabout. Awesome. And, and um, what did your pupil think of the day? She absolutely loved it. I don't think she knew what she would expect. She didn't know what to expect. Just, yeah. Uh, but she loved it. Absolutely loved it. I had warned her that it could become quite addictive. So she pre-warned her parents that we might end up in Shrewsbury if we carried on till the end of the day. But we didn't. We just went on where we were the um, following the convoy, part of the convoy, onto Knutsford. And I hadn't realised we were going on the motorway <laughs> to Knutsford. And Maddie had never been on a motorway. So her first experience was going onto the motorway following Pudsey. Excellent. That's a, a nice story for when she does take a test to tell the examiner. Um, <laughs> Including so, the lorry that was rather late coming off at the same junction we were coming off at. And the instructor behind us commented on how late that lorry was. But she handled it beautifully. Excellent. It's all good experience. So, But sort of speaking experience, what is your experience with the relays? How many have you done over the, the years? I think I've been involved in every one. Um, well, so this is ninth one. Oh, you... ninth year. Last year I was involved in drawing Pudsey. Um, but yes, I was involved in it from the first one. Awesome. Have you noticed a change at all? Not necessarily in the relay yourself, obviously, but like in the 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 talk about it, the way people engage in it. Have you noticed a change over the, the nine years? I think once people are aware of it and get involved in it, that's it. They love it. People are reticent to join in. So today, you know, today there was one guy who thought he'd come along just for Pete. Pete, it was come along for the first time. He'd heard about it, and he absolutely loved it. Awesome. Um, so speaking of the relay, I'd be keen to know your thoughts on on the relay as a, as a whole. I just think it's wonderful to get everybody together. And listening you now over the other you know, podcasts that you've done, it reminded me of year one where the my P 
pupil who we took on the um, first one, and we were just following the convoy, and he had Asperger's syndrome, and he was a little bit reluctant to join in, and I told him he didn't have to. We just He could just drive the car and play follow the leader, which is something I don't normally tell my pupils to do. Don't play follow the leader. You don't know where <laughs> they're going. But this, no, on the relay, just play follow the leader. Keep um, And he he wanted to stay in the car until he saw a dog. He got out the car to stroke the dog and joined in everything after that. Joined in all the photographs, joined in waving, put the ears on. And it just reminded me when I was listening to one of the podcasts of you know, Nathan on the first first year of the relay. And his mum phoned me the next day and said how much he enjoyed it. And she never thought he would get involved like he did. And that's it. It's the magic of the relay. Awesome. Uh, and, and I must admit, you mentioned dogs there. There's, uh, I'm a bit well known for uh, randomly pausing a lesson to get out and stroke a friendly looking dog. Um, <laughs> my students, I warn them all in the first lesson and that may occur. Um, so yes, I don't blame him for that at all. Uh, the, kind of the other thing I want to ask is, you've obviously said the positives there around the really. I'd be, be keen to know if you've got any message for anyone that is maybe seeing it for the first time this year, but is it is maybe a bit reluctant to get involved because they're a bit shy or don't know what to expect? What message might you have for those people? Just come along, get in, involved as much as you want or as little as you want. But turning into that car park today, uh, both times, with not really knowing who was going there, who was going to be there, and seeing all those cars with the flags Honking of horns and everything, yeah. And one of, one of my instructors with Parkings couldn't make it on the relay today, but she arranged her um, Bay Park lesson with a pupil just at the car park. So she was there to welcome us, didn't join in the relay, didn't, but a pupil said how much she enjoyed the what was going on there and just people talking Um and that instructor also met up um, with a couple of other instructors who they'd done blind driving earlier on in the year together. So they'd taken, you know, the local um, blind um, society had gone on uh, an event to allow those people to drive. So there was charities coming together with within a charity, and it was just... It's lovely when we all get together. Awesome. No competition. No, not a competition. We're not trying to outdo each other. We're just all there enjoying raising money. Well, yeah. that's why I do it. That's it, it, my yeah. It does seem very friendly. Um, so that's all all brilliant. Um just before I let you go, uh, I know that you have a couple of spare tickets that you want to uh to mention and see if you can help anyone with. Well, yeah, this year, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it down to the party at the end of the, the relay on the last day. Um, I had planned to go down and join the um, the last few legs and a lap round Goodwood, you know, Goodwood, but unfortunately I can't make it. So I've got four tickets and two hotel rooms. So if anybody who has 
come to the BLR later and weren't weren't around when the original bookings were being made. If you want to contact me on Facebook, Twitter, you name it, I can any social media, you can contact me. Awesome. Uh, um, we can come to sort something out for somebody else to go and have a good time at the parties because they are good as well. <laughs> I'll take your word for that one. All right. So, um, yeah, big thank you for joining us today, Carol. I really do appreciate it. No problem. And we're now joined by the man behind the Big Learner Relay app, or one of the men behind the Big Learner app. There's a whole team behind it, I'm sure. Dan Hill, how are we doing, Dan? Very well, thank you. Great to have you on board. Um, I'm going to start off just with a nice, simple question for you. Tell me about the Big Learner Relay app. Obviously, with COVID, um, having impacted Lou's year-on-year relay plans. Um, We did something a little bit different last year for the Big Learner Relay, um, which involved, I think, about 100 instructors um, essentially driving their own little bit of journey, and it all pieced it together to create a picture of Pudsey and some hearts across the country. Um, And that was a really exciting project for us. It was just innovative and new, and and, and the wonderful Chris Benson, I think, suggested that Lou spoke to us about it when she came up with the idea to do this. Uh, So we had loads of fun building that, but obviously because Lou wasn't out and about herself and she wasn't meeting loads of people like she is in a typical year, you know, the amount of money that we raised was obviously far better than not doing it at all but was lower than it usually would be um but you know what it was just great fun and we we really enjoyed um supporting and and spending the day watching it happen so this year when we were approached again about creating an app uh, we had to adjust it a bit because it was really as as you can see when you look at the um, map of Lou's position it's really just about tracking her as opposed to tracking loads of people um so but the, but the team got so much joy out of doing it last year that we obviously jumped at the chance of doing it we've um adapted it so like i say so so the app is now rather than just being available to download and log in for the 100 people that were doing it you don't have to log in anymore. You literally just download it, open it, and you've got a screen that will show you how much money's been raised so far, which I have to sit here and manually update it periodically every few hours. So don't get uh, upset if 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 the you know if there's a few hours between updates. But uh you know, we'll show you that. We will also make it super easy to to attract donations. You know, what we wanted to do is people are used to QR codes now. If, if anything, you know, some of the positive stuff that came out of COVID was, for example, the fact that people know how to use QR codes. So us being able to um show a QR code that is that that pre-fills the text. Uh, text number, uh, the um, the um, c- uh, code and, and and the amount that needs to be donated was great because they can literally just scan the code and press send. So that was great. Um, and then there's a track Lou option as well now, which links off to our website. So we have a separate website which has a map of the country and Lou's location. We just added um, periodic um, distances as well. So we can see that Lou's now gone, I think, over about 1,100 miles, I think, since the last time I saw it. And yeah, that's interesting as well, because, you know, journey tracking, uh, which is what we're essentially doing there in, in Lou's app, she's got a secret section where she can access it and she can start and stop tracking her journey. So quite aside from the human factor, which is that Lou has to remember every morning to switch it on. She has to hope that she doesn't run out of battery and she has to remember to switch it off at the end of the day. Um, quite aside from that, it works really, really well. And I think this, you know, that 
as with GPS, and it's the same whether you play Pokemon Go or you use Strava to track your runs or or, or even just a sat-nav, you know, GPS isn't an exact science. Um, it, it works by triangulating your phone based on the position of two or three satellites in the sky, right? So um, if you have low coverage or it's cloudy, it becomes difficult. You'll see from the map that there are a couple of places where there's like a straight line between between destinations. It's quite obvious that she hasn't um, driven down that straight line. And the reason is because that's where she's maybe stopped and started it um, for any given reason, um, or we've not had a GPS signal. So we're just basically linking up those two points between when she last had it and when she next had it. There's a couple of spikes in there and things like that as well. But do you know what? It's just been so much fun. And I just love sitting here and I just love refreshing the total and refreshing the map every now and again, seeing how far she's gone. To be honest with you, there's a little bit of relief that it's working because obviously when so much is relying on technology you've built as a team, there's always that kind of few moment um, that it that it works. But yeah, we're we're really pleased with it. Um, we love the fact that it's getting so uh, many sort of accolades. Um, I know that I guess with any with any walk of life, there are a few people out there that are you know, naysayers that that say, oh, yeah, you're only doing it for the exposure and things like that. And, and generally, I don't care whether those people believe me or not, but we're not. We're doing it because I've got two kids um, and I love being involved in things that raise awareness and raise money for charity. Um, and, and and that's really all there is to it. Yeah, uh, I love the app. Uh, you probably have been plugging it on the show. I think it's, it's great. Yes, thank you. I find it amusing tracking Lou. I don't know why. It's just there's <laughs> something, I don't know, it tickles me somehow. And I think it's a really convenient, easy way to donate as well. So anyone listening, go to your app store and search for Big Learner Relay. You can download it there. Uh, I think it's and, – and the other thing, we were kind of touched on this actually before we started recording, the idea that – the camaraderie sometimes in the industry that someone comes to you and says, will you do this for the big learner really? And you say, yes, someone comes to me and says, will you host this podcast? And I say, yes, it's not like, mm -hmm. like you said, we're not doing it for recognition. Yes. There may come a little bit of that as a byproduct, but that's not the intention. And, mm -hmm. and I, and I do like that. But, um, but speaking of that, then let me ask you about, mention the relay. Let me ask you about the relay. Cause we, we did touch on this a little bit before we started recording as well. What are your thoughts on the relay? Because, You've probably been involved with the industry about the same length of time as the, the relay, is that right? Yeah. So um so my wife qualified as an instructor in 2008. Um it wasn't long after that 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 the sort of foundations of my drive time came about because I just was flabbergasted about the fact there wasn't a, a, a suitable solution out there to help people manage their business. So I built one. Um, you know, I come from a software background. I teamed up with people who are experts in the field with me. Um, and, and we created it. So I think we, you know, we launched the original version or the current version of my drive time to 2014. So um, it's, uh, it's been a long time, uh, a long time coming. And obviously, before we launched, I was immersing myself in the industry and speaking to people and um, had some really great support from Lynn Barry at the ADINJC and Paul Caddick, at intelligent instructor, um, you know, just this various people who gave up their time willingly to help. Um, and you know, there are a lot of naysayers and negative people and moaners in this industry, right? But that's the same as any industry. Um, I just think, and we've spoken about this before, I just think that this industry um, is laced with people who want to look at the negative side of things because um, they may not have done well in their own career prior to becoming a driving instructor and let's face it nobody leaves college or university to become a driving instructor right um you know it's usually for a positive or negative reason so that sometimes comes out but you know i i i can't 
I, 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 I feel for Lou. I know Lou personally, um, and uh, we're friends. And I know that you were speaking with Mick about um, some messages that have been sent on Facebook, um, you know, the toxic place it can be. Um, and I haven't seen who wrote them. I haven't seen what they said, but I can imagine what they're about. And look, I, I guess all I say is that Lou's out there, right, in her own time, actively raising hundreds of thousands of pounds for vulnerable kids. Right. Uh, you know, while others choose to sit there behind the keyboard and, and, and criticize her for it. And I know that how much that upsets her. And, and, and while they give no thought at all to the kind of hurt and the damage that they cause, um, and quite often they don't. And, you know, it's much easier to tear something down, Terry, than to build it up. And I just think the fact that they feel the need to press send on these kind of messages is a real shame. Uh, and it earns them my heartfelt pity, if I'm being honest. Um, but all I would say, you know, sort of just cover this off. All I would say to Lou um, on this is, you know, for her to trust her instincts and her beliefs, uh, to take heart from the positivity that she's spreading um, and that she's getting in return and, and, and ignore the mouth breathers out there because um, there are many of them. And, and, and I just wanted to say on behalf of everybody who, um, you know, supports her uh, and, and benefits from her loveliness that our industry salutes you um, and thank you very much for your efforts. I can't not touch on that and add to that a little bit because uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree with what you said and I think that there's there's a massive difference in my opinion in for example me coming to you who runs my drive time and me coming to you and saying I've got this idea I don't like this aspect of my drive time I've got an alternative suggestion. Why don't mm -hmm. you do this? Yeah. Or me going, actually, I don't like my drive time. I'm mm -hmm. going to create my own thing and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. There's a massive difference between doing one of those two things and going and just... <laughs> stating, <laughs> yes, watching Tom. Uh, stating yeah. it um, online publicly where where we can form some sort of a, a pylon almost. And, and I don't know Lou very well at all. Um, she's been on the Instructor Podcast a couple of times. We've had a couple of conversations, but I I don't know Lou very well at all. But like I say, like you said, she's giving up her own time to raise money for children in need. It's yeah. I don't really get how people can complain about that, but some people do. And it's not just that. People complain about all sorts of stuff that they don't need to. For me, like I said, you either go direct to the person and say, I've got this issue, here's a suggestion, or you do it yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. And having said that, I do complain publicly now and again, but it's never vitriolic, and I think that's uh, the thing we want to avoid. I think I think the thing is, Terry, is that we all we all have a responsibility, right? And I said I've used this this um, uh, term before. We have a social responsibility, um, I think, to the people around us, uh, th whereby you know when we're when we're talking directly to someone um, or whether we're doing it online from behind our keyboards and our screens, we have a responsibility to recognize that the people reading that comment, um, especially when it's aimed towards them, are going to take it personally. And some people say to me sometimes, well, you know, it's don't take it personally. It's just business. And I think that is utter nonsense because every business is run by individual people. And most of those individual people have sunk their, their, you know, their heart and soul and blood, sweat and tears into that business. So when it's criticized, of course, people are going to take it personally. And I'd much rather somebody came to me and said that rather than write some horrible comment on Facebook. And, and just, you know, it's like a throwaway thing. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to write this and put it out there. So, um, you know, look, it's very easy for me to sit here and say to Lou and say to everybody else who's on the end of those messages just to ignore it. And that every time we respond, we add fuel to the fire and we give them something to feed on um, because I've done it myself. But the more I think the more that you sit down and reflect and um, the more you realize it's just not worth it. And these people really um, they will just 
ebb off in, ebb away into the ether over the course of time and look our industry is far better than that um we saw that during covid when you know, uh, overnight, the industry was obviously completely rocked. Um, our own business is um, generates income to pay our team um, pretty much solely from subscriptions, right? And obviously, I woke up the next morning de- devastated because I thought everyone was going to cancel overnight. And what 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 we found is we were able to help about 90 people with our coronavirus deferment program, which which allowed them to carry on using our system and, and then pay later once they got back to work. But that was only possible because of the hundreds and hundreds of people that supported us by carrying on paying their subscriptions. And yeah, there was a there was a benefit in that they still had access to their data, but they could have just as easily cancelled. Um, but we got loads of really supportive messages of people saying, look, we, you know, we we want to back you, we want to support you, we all need to support each other. And I think that's what children in need brings. It's not just about raising money for for children in need per se. That's obviously the 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 effect. But it's all of the other things. You know, I've heard loads of people on your podcast who just say how much joy it gives them and their students to be part of it. And, 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 and you know, yes, again, I'm going to use the same old phrase as, you know, it can be an isolating industry and it can. And, and, and to have people who are able to meet up and meet people for the first time, especially PDIs as well, because I sometimes think that one of the dangers for PDIs is when they sit there and they spend time on Facebook groups and they read all of the vitriolic nastiness that quite often gets directed to the DVSA, if not anyone else. And I just kind of think they must look at it and go, what am I getting into here? Um, and, uh, you know, I just think things like this really kind of, they're reaffirming, they're life affirming, aren't they? Because they make you realize that, do you know what? I don't really care what you think. We're doing a good thing here and, 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 and I'm glad, glad, glad to be part of it. Love you, Dan. <laughs> if you say so many don't <laughs> can't believe he didn't say it back um yes yes the uh you did say before i started recording that you did not want the opportunity to promote my drive time because that's why you've not done it however i am that type of person that will promote it for you so um if you like the app that dan has created for the big learner relay or you want to check out anything dan does you can over to mydrivetime.co uk and you can uh, take a look over there i'm not going to plug it more than that unless there's anything you want to add on to that done no there isn't actually um i'm yeah on behalf of my team and you know i've got joe and emma and michelle and chris and phil um you know all of who we sort of taken time out of of normal work because um this is really important um and exciting um and who wouldn't want to be part of it so um yeah massive thanks to those guys because you know, I can come up with ideas and I can sit here and talk to people like you, but without their expertise and their dedication, these things wouldn't get done. So, uh, and, and a special thanks to Chris who came up with the face, um, you know, the, the avatar of Lou on the map, which I think, you know, whenever, every, every time I see it, it brings a smile to my face. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, um, as a team effort, it's been brilliant. So really just delighted to be asked actually to be part of it. It's been great. Okay. And last one, do you have a message for anyone that is taking part in the relay? Um, yeah, it's a difficult question because, you know, I'm not an instructor myself, right? Um, but um, we uh, did a couple of years ago, we went to um, one of the meeting points, one of the handover points at Blackbush Airport near where we are. Um, and there were m- maybe 30 cars there and just everybody had taken time out of their day to be there to sort of welcome Lou and see her on her way again. Um, and just seeing the convoy going down the road, as much as you can end up with a white van driver who tries to cut in just to sort of break it up, it's just... 
it was all just so brilliant. Um, so I can't talk to the people listening about how to act in the car and, and what to do with Lou sitting in the back because I don't know how that feels. Um, but but I, all I can say is when you know when you listen to these podcasts and you see the photos, you know there 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 isn't not a smile in the face in, in the photo in, in the place. It's, it's an amazing thing to be part of. Um, and uh, yeah, just go out there and enjoy it. Smashing. Well, thank you for taking time to share us today, and I hope the listeners have enjoyed listening to you. I hope so. Thank you very much. Good evening, Terry, and everybody else listening in to the end of day seven. I think it's day seven, is it? I think uh, somebody will correct me if I'm uh, if I'm wrong, of course. Um, look, it's it's lovely to speak to you all again. I'm going to keep it brief, and I know I say this every evening, and I still rattle on for for ten minutes, but I'm going to keep it brief because I've just rocked up at the the premiere in in Shrewsbury. Um, and it's great because it feels like I'm kind of coming down and going home in that kind of direction. So we're we're oh just over halfway there, and uh, and um, here I am at this at this premium with a lovely, lovely group of people who followed us on the last convoy. And you'll see from the post that I've just put up of the the video where we say good night to today seven. We had a great crowd, and the kids just look fantastic. They really get into it, um, and. Um, I have my best friend here who has uh, lives not very far away and she's come to join me for an evening and just have a catch up and, and a chat but we have a gate crasher so my husband has just appeared so he's ruined our girly evening although I'm trying to be delighted to see him um, uh, but I am wondering why he's not at home doing the jobs list but we'll get to that um, in, in a bit I'm sure so I've got lovely company here this evening and uh, so I'm going to get on with my evening after I've just updated you guys about what we've been up to today so look all those hours ago we set off from Clickeaton um with a wonderful crowd took me a while to find them so i'm standing in an empty car park thinking i'm the only person here where is everybody it's a jolly long walk and just as i was about to google taxis um uh, little ears appeared from around a tree and they were all in a different car park and there they were waiting for me so a lovely um group of of driving instructors some of who relayed, relayed with us again last night joined us again this morning to back up the local instructors which is do you know it's the story of the convoy really you guys backing each other up it's just superb um and uh, and off we went and uh, from there we have arrived at shrewsbury wiggling our way in and out of some fantastic places um some uh, familiar locations some places that we go to pretty much every year and of course therefore some familiar faces a couple of missing people so i'm going to give a little shout out to elaine elaine couldn't um be with us for various personal reasons so i missed her but i absolutely had her um compulsory egg sandwich so thank you for that um elena um i think there are photographs of that to prove that i absolutely did eat an egg sandwich because that is tradition of course um and actually a shout out to all of you guys so that's the stockport um guys who turn up in their droves with their spotty cars and their flags um, and their their warm welcome and they um, as an association are a really close association and um, they are going to various primary schools on Friday so on Children in Need Day I think they've got six primary schools that they're rocking up to with all their spotty cars um, and in previous years if it's anything to go uh, by they literally raise hundreds of pounds for children in need via us the Big Learner Relay um, uh, with 
the, the kids at the primary school signing spots. And I know you guys have got that planned again on Friday. So uh, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for that. And I'm really looking forward to seeing your photographs of, of that. Um, on we went. A um, couple of very brave lead cars. So, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but a few people have just got some stuff going on in their lives. But they have put it to one side and they've led this uh, relay beautifully today. So I'm really grateful to have you. Um, I feel very privileged to have spent some time with um, a, a lot of you today who um, just share a little bit of your life with me. So that's uh, that's great. Um, one of my favourite locations is the guys in uh, in in Birkenhead. So we relay through um, from from Prescott to Birkenhead. Um, a bit of a shout out there again for Steve who came and rescued us from Prescott because I know Jamie who was going to do it um, was taken poorly last night. So I hope you're recovering, Jamie. We we missed you and your your gang, um, but we safely got um, through the Birkenhead tunnel. I think I think that was the tunnel I went through. It was certainly one of them, uh, but I think it was the Burton Birkenhead uh, tunnel. The one that Harry Potter was filmed in, apparently, those of you that um, are fans of Harry Potter. Um, so, I, again, I'll be corrected if I'm wrong, I'm sure. Um, so, arrived at Birkenhead. We always have such a lovely crowd at Birkenhead. Some really, um, some friends, you know, so, so lovely to, to, to see that. Um, and boy, did we cause a little bit of chaos at the Hilton Hotel when we arrived in Chester. So it was a real Benny Hill moment. With, like we were kind of in and out of car parks left and right, being waved in, flagged down. And But we did finally all manage to get out of our cars um, in various random car parks and rejoin for that handover. Um, and again, Nia, just a little shout out for Nia. She is a, a PDI. It's so wonderful to have the PDIs who are potential driving instructors who are joining in uh, this very, very important part of their training is the big learner relay. And... Um uh, and just showing that this new generation of driving instructors are absolutely prepared and ready and able to to be joining us with um, an equal amount of enthusiasm as as you ADIs. So it was lovely to have her leading us um, out of the chaos into a slightly calmer uh, route and uh, and on to to Rexford. So we've dipped our toes momentarily into Wales. Um, it looked good. Um, so Wales, we will be back again for you tomorrow. Looking forward uh, to that day. Um, and. Uh, what else do I need to say? Let me have a little look at my notes, otherwise I'll probably miss some very important things out. Um, I guess from a highlight point of view, what uh, what have I got on my little notes? Do you know, from a highlight point of view, I have to say today's in-car conversations have just been lovely. I've shared the car with some brilliant passengers, some really enthusiastic, do you know, young people who are just a credit to the next generation. They have been blown away by the event. They have um, stuck on their ears and they've smiled and they've been enthusiastic and it's been really lovely to listen to them and have grown-up conversations about their lives so that's been um that's been lovely we did have a moment where we came to some uh, traffic lights on a, a little humpback bridge which was just before we kind of uh, set off into a Saddleworth moored kind of direction um so very very stunningly hauntingly beautiful countryside as we go through uh, Saddlemoor. it really does um send shivers up my spine in a in a weird kind of way but I, it, without obviously um uh, 
realizing that it is a, a stunning stunning place and again the photos don't do it justice but we came to this humpback bridge with its uh, with its lights which were on a sensor so here we are with you know a few hundred of us behind um the the lead car not quite i am exaggerating clearly but uh, you get the picture so loads of us at these traffic lights and the lead car people stalled. Now, that's not a big deal, and I make a little bit of a fun out of the fact that we stall, and I do the whole, ha, 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 a pound of stall, and your instructor has to pay, you know, so I break the ice, and that's all great. But, of course, the sensors didn't, didn't recognise that we were there because we haven't moved. And so we then sat and, and watched five minutes of cars in the other direction coming, wondering, what do we do? You know, when you're a driving instructor clearly involved in something that's quite major and you've got 20 odd people watching you do you do you go through the red light i don't really know so we had to kind of rock backwards and forwards hoping the sensor would pick us all up and we did finally get through so we're not still there at least so that was uh, that was great um other highlights i have to say the other highlights is using bus lanes that are that are obviously closed to the public but between um you know whatever it is eight o'clock in the morning and nine thirty monday to friday and of course here we are on a saturday with the whole world staying out of the bus lane and all of us in the bus lanes with all these people looking at us with like all naughty driving instructors and clearly not reading the sign so that was really lovely to to be making progress down that left hand side so that was uh, that was fab and again just the highlight from the the day is instructors that have tagged on they've come and found the relay now it's very very common for us to lose instructors it's not very common for us to gain them but actually throughout the day instructors have kind of tagged on to relays where they've uh, perhaps missed a handover point or they have been diverted off or they've gone and picked up pupils and come back to uh, to handover so we have very often finished the leg with more instructors than we did to start which is quite a rarity on the big learner relay um and of course instructors who um have not had a convoy near them the relay has not been coming near them um, but they have literally got in the car and traveled for miles to come and find their nearest point um, and stayed for two or three legs before uh, relaying on and that is it's just for me, those are moments where I think, wow, that's how much this means to the industry. That is the goodness that there is in the industry. People who are genuinely delighted and make an effort to come and, and come and join, um, even if it means that they are travelling for a considerable distance um, and packing their cars uh, full of pupils or friends or family and the children and, and coming on little road trips. And quite often that does happen at the weekend too. It's lovely to, to see that. Um, so those are my highlights from um, the day. I am going to say goodnight to you all. Uh, tomorrow morning, we will head in a Wales direction. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, many of you um, then. Um, and we will have a lovely Sunday. But in the meantime, have a good night, everybody. And um, we will speak to you tomorrow. We've been following the since I don't know when Covid's made up our mind It must come to an end Driver said how Will we ever learn Learned up to now But I suddenly lose control Instructor put on the dole Need to book my test is expiring to drive but I forget everything Whoa, whoa
again My, my, just how much we've missed you Yes, we've been broken hearted Blue since the day we parted Where, where did we leave the highway code? Blue and Pudsy driving in a row Left, right, I don't know which way to go Spots, but not following blue. I can't count the red lights I've not let you drive through And when it's green Clutch comes off the floor I think you know That we're waiting way too long The drivers look so forlorn Gives that look and you can hear a horn sing then they stole and they forget everything Whoa, whoa, Lou and Pubsy Here we go again My, my, how big is this queue? Lou and Pubsy On the road again My, my, just how much we've missed you Yes, we've been broken hearted Blue since the day we parted Instructors all together 